All is fair in love war and challenges. I have, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 And Really good, Posters. I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. This is The Hit List, the unofficial official power rankings for the Challenge 34 War of the Worlds 2. Tyler, what's really good, man? You know, everything's good. This was a, a very exciting episode we just had, and you are right. These are the unofficial official power rankings. There's tons of people that do these out there, but I completely believe these are the most unbiased power rankings out there. There's no favoritism in these. There's nothing skewed on my favorite staying at the top, you know? This is unbiased content. Exactly. It's definitely the way it should be. How you been, though? It's been a couple of weeks since we've been able to get one of these done. It's been holding us up, man. Yeah, just uh, Baby Emerald has just been taking all my time, and Woo! I'm happy for it, though. I'm extremely happy for it. It's, it's nice to take a little break and spend time with the family. Uh, happy to be back as well. Just gonna, you know, I'm glad that I can balance these two things, so. No doubt, happy to have you back. How's your week been? I've been doing a lot of schoolwork uh, with the baby and everything. I've been kind of just trying to catch up and stuff. So everything's just kind of been school, work, baby, school, work, baby. Just Yo, trust me. I know you won't you won't even believe what happened to me this week. What? So I thought it was a good idea to put my phone number out there for anybody <laughs> who has any ideas of anybody who wants to do anything challenge or reality T related. You know, I, I just want to be able to put out the most amount of content that we have. Oh, and you got some replies. Oh, I did. And before I get into that, I want you guys to know, if you have any idea, if you guys want to do anything challenge-related, go ahead and hit me up at 516-246-6942. No spam. I'm not going to be sending you ads and shit all the time. Hit me up. I answer. Do keep in mind I have a 9-to-5 job and a family life and I work out. But, you know, as somebody who went viral before said, I got time today, cuz. But the coolest thing about putting out my number I got a, I wasn't right by my phone, and I got a voicemail. And the voicemail was just like, yeah, I'm just calling to see if this is really Malik. Oh, actually, I have the voicemail. Play it. Hmm, just calling to see if this is Malik. Hmm. So I called it back, and I'm like, hello, I got a missed call. And she's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing fine. I'm like, who is this? And then they put their kid on the phone. And so the kid was like, I was like, hey, what's your name? He goes, Graham. I'm like, Graham? I'm like, holy shit. Fucking Kendall Shepard hit me up. And it was really, really cool. We talked about sports, and, you know, we just kind of just shot the shit. And it ended up with us talking about how we're going to be meeting in Nashville for Challenge Mania Live. And I got to make her a T-shirt now. That, that, and the T-shirt has to incorporate Pokemon and the Seattle Seahawks. Ooh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to do at all. I was so unprepared for that to be her. <laughs> So that was really, really cool. Uh, and I talked to a lot of other people. The, the coolest thing about that is a lot of the ideas and stuff that people gave me is stuff that we're already working on. So it tells me that we are on a good path, good path of, but the thing is, it is a lot of stuff and it's really just us. So we're always open to receive help and work with the people out there for them to see the content that they want to see. So like I said, you guys have my number. Hit me up whenever. We'd love to hear from y'all. But let's go ahead and get into the hit list. 
Tyler Ladder makes a list, and I tell him how shitty it is. <laughs> so <laughs> we are down to 17 competitors, so that's going to change the way how our tier system works out. We always begin in the basement, the bottom. So let me know, what is going to consist of the basement tier? I mean, this week, it's going to be the bottom five. Really simple, you know, numbers 13 to 17. And it's the people that are they're fighting for their lives at this point, either for camera time or in competitions or trying to avoid the opposing alliance, sending them in. And as we move forward, it should stay bottom five, uh, but it could shrink to a bottom three, depending on how long we go till a final. Exactly. Let's go ahead and take a look at the basement. At number 17, we have D. At number 16, Kaylee. Number 15, Ninja. Number 14, Jenny. And at number 13, we have Nani. So let's focus on the number 13 spot, Nani. Her and Josh has become close pretty much in, in despair, just mainly because, uh, for the most part, they've been muted throughout. They can't make any power moves. They don't have any power. The fact that they're still here is only because they're Team U.S., and Team U.S. has been really careful about trying to clip off the numbers, especially in light of everything happening. Uh, let's talk about Nani. How did she find herself at number 13 fighting for her life? Well, Nani moves up this week two spots from 15, and she's fighting for her life for everything you said. You know, she's on the bottom of Team USA. She's on the opposite alliance. She's not the most physically imposing competitor, probably not somebody Team USA wants to run a final with. She's got so much going against her. Uh, what she does have going for her, though, is, is her presence on TV. Her, you know, she's getting lots of interviews. She was tied for six this week in interviews. And she seems to actually be really well-liked, even by people on the other alliance. They still talk to her and get along with her. They're just going to vote her in eventually. In your opinion, what do you think can save Nani? It's going to come down to a clutch vote from Leroy. And I think Leroy's going to have to show his allegiance to her. And I think he's either going to bend and not break, or he's going to completely just push her aside. So, I mean, that's just, it's a heads or tails at this point. She's either going to get a little bit of help, a little bit of rope to pull her up, or she's just going to, ties are just going to cut off. There's no, there's no gray area for Nani going forward. When it comes to Nani, I see that more sooner than later, she is going to find herself in an elimination. And off the top of my head, when I look at the females who's left, the only ones I can think about who she can beat in an elimination head up is going to be either D or Kaylee. Uh, in your opinion, do you think there's anybody else out there in the field right now that she could beat in an elimination head up? So looking at this list, I think Tori has her in all types of eliminations. Same with Kara, same with Cam. Now when I get to Ashley, if it's a physical elimination, I mean, we've never seen Ashley go head to head with anybody. It's mainly she's always done like puzzles or things that aren't physical contact. Well, um, outside of first... last season. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, outside of last season. But I mean, even then, there wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't as much. It kind of was, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, a, like we're foreshadowing. We're seeing a hall brawl next week. If Nani and Ashley go up in against a hall brawl against each other, I think that's pretty evenly matched, to be honest. Now, if you keep going down, Jenny, puzzle, maybe? I don't know. We have to see. Jenny's good, dominating physically. And then D and Kaylee. Um, I just, I think that's who she can beat. Again, we already know the next elimination is Hall Brawl. We saw it on the preview for next episode. We don't know who's going in. We don't know which team won. But if we're saying Hall Brawl, I think she has a chance against D, 
or Ashley or Kaylee. That's it. You think she could beat D in a hall bra? I mean, Nani right now has an elimination record of three wins and seven losses. It isn't great. I mean, D has her in size. I mean, ugh, I think that'd be great, but I don't think she has a chance against D in a hall bra. Those are all partner losses, though. She has never had a situation where she's been on her own, really. I know, granted, the one with against Georgia, but realistically, she was working with Wes in that and against Turbo. It was still two-on-two, two, even though it was a female elimination. The majority of her losses are pairs thing. Now, I'm not blaming all of her teammates because, obviously, if you saw on Battle of the Exes 2, she completely shit the bed on that one. Right. But I think, I think when she's on her own, it might be a little bit different where she can go in there and she can prove herself a little bit more um, and doesn't have all this pressure of a partner and having to perform for them. The thing with D is that I think Nani is quicker than D. Okay. And I think in a hall, I think in a hall brawl that actually matters because if you can get farther in the hall brawl and not have to meet in the middle, you have a better chance of getting through. Yeah, I mean, most people will win that way. There's been a couple of instances where somebody's able to drag somebody back a little mm -hmm. bit and get it done, but that's rare and few and far in between. But let's go ahead and move on to the mid-tier. All right, so how are we going to line up our mid-tier this week? We'll keep it the same as last week. Let's just go number seven and number 12. We'll just keep it directly as a sandwich. This is the meat and potatoes of this right here, this, you know, meal. This isn't the dessert. This ain't the sweet stuff, but this is the, this is the good part. <laughs> All right. So at number 12, we have Ashley. At number 11, Leroy. 10, CT. 9, Josh. At number 8, we have Zach. And at number 7, we have Rogan. All right. Let's take a look at your number 11 spot. Let's talk about Leroy. Leroy, a, a, a little bit farther than, than smack dab in the middle, but still kind of sitting pretty. Um, oh, you got him lower than a Josh. Uh, how did Leroy end up lower than Josh this week? So I don't know what happened because last week Leroy was, was my number two. You know, he had a great presence on the show and everything, and maybe MTV thought they gave too much exposure of Leroy because this week he had one interview. Not only did he only have one interview, he was invisible in the Daily Challenge. He wasn't in the tribunal. He didn't have to vote for anybody. He wasn't involved in any drama. I mean, nothing with him and, Naya, and Nani continued this week, and he didn't talk bad about anybody else. It just, he was invisible this episode. So he took nine-spot tumble, which is a huge, huge tumble. That is a huge drop, and it seems like Leroy is taking a step backwards. Hopefully we can see him get his ass back in high gear. And, and come back to being that Leroy we saw a couple of episodes ago. Um, so we said that Leroy is lower than Josh, but he's also lower than Zach. Tell me why Zach is at your number eight spot. So Zach was eight last week. Zach kind of just kept pace. He had a decent amount of interviews. He had great camera time. And he did okay in the daily challenge until he fell off. Um, but then he was also in the tribunal. And so the tribunal is one of the big reasons why he stays in this. Granted. Yes, how you get in the tribunal isn't, nobody likes it, not a single person. However, he showed his character. He didn't switch sides. He didn't try playing the middle person. As I said on our podcast, you know, he's playing a, a loyal game and he stayed true to his word. And I think he's showing everybody that I'm not going to backstab you. I'm going to be loyal. Don't throw me in next week type of thing, you know, like the next time there's a guy elimination. And that, that right there is strong. You know, you make a good point. He is loyal. He doesn't play a dirty game. He may play a boring game sometimes, but he's not dirty. Outside of the whole entire Wes and Bananas thing last season, 
nobody has really seen him as as a backstabber or manipulator or master gamesman like uh, some of the other veterans. Do you think that helps him or that hurts him? I think this challenge, it helps him. I think in other seasons, it can hurt him because people on both sides wanted to make a move. But right now, Polly and Kara, Cam, Ashley, Ninja, like that group, they're not going to throw in Zach because they need Zach. Zach's great in daily challenges. Most like 90% of the time, he's great. He's, gonna, he's great in, in finals. I mean, outside of his whole body cramping on a mountain <laughs> on free agents. But I mean, every, he, he's just great at everything he does. And he seems to be really likable as well. And, and I just don't see them throwing him in. And you have to remember, his biggest competition to not get thrown in is Jordan, who is somebody that people hate on, on this show. And, <laughs> and Josh, who is continuing to rub people the wrong way. And Zach essentially is just going to sit back, let those two guys get targets thrown on their back, and he might not have to see an elimination before a final. All right. Let's go ahead and move into this top tier. At number six, we have Cam. At number five, we have Joss. <laughs> At number, f- <laughs> number four, we have Kara. Number three, Pauly. Number two, Tori. Number one, Jordan. I really like this top tier, mainly because the one and two and the three and four are pretty much the same entity. They are the power couples. But before we get into that, let's talk about number six, Cam. <clears throat> I don't know. For at, at first glance, it seems she's sitting pretty high at number six, even higher than a Rogan and a Zach and a CT. What's one of the things that keep her in the top tier? So she took a, a big leap this week. And as everybody has should know by now, or if you're new, I'll explain this. These power rankings carry week to week. So last week, Cam was 11. And here's the thing, you know, Leroy, CT, uh, Ashley, all were above her and fell. Theo fell. So that's four people that just kind of fall naturally. She moves up four spots. (laughs) Theo fell right off the list. (laughs) Completely. And then she moves up a little bit. Cam had eight interviews this week, which was tied with Nani. That's a lot. Her sixth most. Yeah, it's a, lot, it's a lot of interviews. And here's what's significant about that. She had a lot of interviews, and she was not the main story point. She was not in any big drama. She was not up for elimination, and she wasn't in the tribunal. Yet she still got all this ca- camera time. She didn't fall during the daily and seemed to hold her own. Cam is one of those people, too, I want to talk about this, that I always look at her and I go, she's not very good at things. And then she's always good at things. Yes, I yes. don't know what it is, but... I always underestimate her. And then when she dominates, I ask myself, why did I underestimate her? And mm. then next week, I'll do it again. Let's jump into the power couples. Let's jump into your number three and number four spot, Pauly and Kara. Now, it's easy to see why they're so high. They made up 66.6% of the tribunal. So what is it that Pauly and Kara is not doing that's keeping them out of the one and two spots? I think the one factor that the majority of challenge fans is having go over their head is everybody's blindly looking at this going Polly and Cara are controlling this game. Polly and Cara are calling the shots. Polly and Cara are doing everything. What they're not really paying attention to is that Jordan and Tori wanted to go into elimination. They wanted to win. They wanted to turn coat. And now they're going to get to do that. I mean, they're on a team with less numbers, which means two of them on a team of eight, if all eight of them go to the final, they get 25% of the cash prize. Like, 
they just helped their odds of getting more money by this. Uh, and that's just what it is. They played into this game where they could have just waited to the last moment and got Jordan sent out, you know, later, or Tori, same thing. And instead, they just kind of gave them what they wanted. Now, the reason why they're still number three and number four is like all those reasons I said before. The blind, the blind can see this. They're running this game. And that's what keeps them in the top area. And you're right. We realistically could have paired these guys together and had, you know, Jordan and Tori number one and Polly and Carr number two. Because that's how the season's going. Let me ask you a question. Recently, especially due to the Challenge Mania interview, we see that Kaylee and Cam and Ashley have a lot to do with the politics and behind-scenes stuff that's going on in the game, even though a lot of the blame is going to Carr and Pauly. Knowing now that Kaylee had a major part in getting Georgia thrown in, why does that still keep her down in the basement tier at number 16? I think Kaylee gets more credit for that than she should, because realistically, I think at any moment Cam says, Kaylee do this, Kaylee's going to do it. Mm. I don't think she'll ever disagree with Cam's move because anybody can agree that Cam is a, is a strategic player. Yes. And I think Kaylee is gaining some of that strategic play by being around Cam. But I don't think any of this is like Kaylee walking up to Cam going, here's the idea. Here's the plan. This is what's going to happen. You know? So that's where it is. Now, you didn't really ask this, but this is what I took from it. Is Ashley, Cam, Kaylee, they're not getting the blame for all these things. Polly and Kara are. Polly and Kara are their shields. They're perfect shields. They're very popular cast members. They're polarizing characters. And they're not afraid to just tell you what they're going to do. Kind of similar to Wes, Bananas, Jordan. These are people that if you stick to, you can go far. There's a reason why Leroy's made so many finals, you know, that he has. It's because Bananas takes all the bullets for him. And then Leroy mm. walks in unchained, you know? He's, you know, so Polly and Carr right now are the bulletproof vests for Cam and Ashley and all those other guys. So a lot of the ladies are scared to go against Carr in elimination, but maybe her elimination record isn't as scary as some people think. I mean, when was the last time that she's even seen an elimination? Uh, last one I can think of is going against Shane and Nelson in Final Reckoning, and she lost that one. Later on, winning against Cam and Kaylee to get back into the house. Yeah, and I don't even know if those redemptions count as official stats. You know, it's a weird thing. Yeah, so that's the last one she was in, and even before that, I mean, that's the only elimination she was in on the trilogy. And that's, that's pretty crazy to think. I mean, she really hasn't... Last one she won was in Invasion. She beat Ashley in Pole Wrestle. But since then, she's been on a two-elimination losing streak. So I still think Kara is one to be feared. I think that she has this presence about her that CT has, you know, like mm -hmm. just a beast, just a legend. You don't want to go one on one because Kara just like flips the switch and can turn it on. Now, in those two consecutive losses that we're talking about, she lost to Laurel in Balls In, and then she lost, which is a hard thing to go against when you have undersized. And then she lost to Shane and Nelson, two guys with Marie as her ball and chain for that elimination <laughs> and i have nothing against marie at all i know some people do i have nothing against her but realistically i do shit realistically that's how that elimination went real quick let's do a hypothetical since we know it's coming hall brawl shows up is anybody going to be able to take down Kara? like could could anybody take down her in hall brawl with her physical strength like outside of maybe like jenny would be like a matchup i would think that 
Jenny and Cam will have the best chances. But Cam is great in eliminations, and she's tough, and she does have some size on her. But does she have that killer instinct that Kara is able to muster? Remember Kara versus Naya and Free Agents? Yeah, just that that's heart. That's heart right there. Yeah, I, I do, I'm not, by no ways am I saying Cam doesn't have heart, or she doesn't have that killer instinct. Uh, she does, but does she have it to the level that Kara has? I mean, almost every elimination she goes into, she's able to make it to a legendary elimination. Yeah, I think if Kara went into Hall Brawl against, against Cam or Ninja or Jenny, that it would be one of those eliminations that is talked about forever. Exactly. Now, Jenny, you know, just like Cam, she has the size, she has the physicality, but does Jenny have that killer instinct? She did great in her elimination uh, this season, but she was supposed to win that. It's like Big Easy versus Wes in Hall Brawl. <laughs> You're supposed to win that one. Yeah. I think size-wise and physicality-wise, Jenny has what it takes to beat Carver in, in the Hall Brawl, but could she? I mean... You know, Carver's pretty, Carver's pretty fucking scrappy. Ninja, as fast as she is, I think she may be just a bit too undersized. And we don't know if Ninja has that killer instinct. If this happens, if this happens, I just want to put a disclaimer out there. I know no spoilers. I'm not ruining anything. But if it does happen, holy cow, I'm getting really good at this predicting game. (laughs) Yeah, let's see if you're that good. So let's go ahead and move into your number one and number two, Jordan and Tori. So, Tori was able to beat Georgia last week, and this week, Jordan was able to take out the undefeated Theo. And then he went in, he turned coded, and he proposed to Tori. And what I think was just a, a really touching, really special, uh, it, w- it was really dope to see that moment take place on the screens. So, it's easy to see why they're one and two. Like, it's not a hard choice to see why they win this week, especially in the power rankings. They took a lot of power. They both moved over to Team UK. Team UK has instantly got so much better over the course of the last two weeks. Um, let me ask you a question. Do you think that Jordan and CT is going to butt heads on how to lead this team? Or do you think it's going to be more of a collaborative effort? CT is one of those people that will give you enough rope to kind of like, as Johnny Banana say, says, hang yourself to dry. Like that's what you know. That's what he does. If CT sees somebody else making himself a target, he'll back off and he'll let that person maintain being the target. Now, I think they're gonna be able to work really well together. I think their team is better when it comes to working well. I think Jordan and Tori are better daily challengers than Georgia and Theo. Maybe only by a little bit, but they are better. I feel like team players. Team UK, Team USA, it's eight people to nine people. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. I have this weird feeling that numbers are going to get flipped around because CT is not going to want to run a final with some people. And we already saw Rogan already talking about some of that stuff with other competitors, you know, with Jenny and them. So I think Jordan, Tori, CT, they're all going to work really well together. I think it's going to flow. I really do, though. I think them coming over, I think we're going to see a lot more UK players uh, starting to get shedded. Uh, mainly because now they're going over to Team UK. I think Josh and Rogan is going to be targeted, although I don't think they're going to be targeted too greatly. I think they're a little bit too big of a fish. But I think D is going to be up. I think Kaylee is definitely going to be up. Jenny doesn't have a big chance. 
uh, Josh and Rogan, I think one of them is, is, is going to be in trouble. And I think once they get a Josh and a Rogan or a Kaylee and D out, I think that Jordan, Tory, and CT is really going to run Team UK. I agree. Yeah, I think that could happen. Uh, it'll be interesting to see because Jenny's already mad. So, like, if Jenny, Jordan, Tory all convince CT and they split the votes, you know, if, let's say they lose, they split the votes 4 4. Well, let's say they win and two of them are in the tribunal. I mean, they can change this game completely. Absolutely. Um, what I want to touch on is I know people might say some stuff about it, and I know I shouldn't care what other people think, but I like to give reasons why everybody's where they're at. The proposal is not like the defining factor of why Jordan and Tori are one and two. They're both coming off of back-to-back elimination wins. They're both coming off of back-to-back turncoats, which is huge. This week alone, Jordan had 15 interviews and Tori had 16. That's insane. Yes. That they had 31 interviews between the two of them. And there was a total of like 55. That's what's insane about this. And also, Jordan destroyed that elimination. 12 to 6 over Theo killed him. During the daily challenge, it was stated that he was a top three performer. And I mean, the only thing that could take out Tori was her own team. That's a fact. It's not hard to see why they're one or two. I think the proposal helped, even though people seem to talk more about, you know, Carver's comment afterwards. Uh, People shouldn't get lost. It was a beautiful, wonderful moment that we're able to see on the challenge. We should all be grateful for it. So with that said, that's going to close us out for The Hit List. Season 34, episode 11, one hell of a ride. Next week, you can expect us to be back on the show on Periscope and YouTube and Facebook. Make sure you guys reach out. Hit me up anytime you need, anytime you guys got something to talk about. Also, make sure you visit shop.lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure you pick up all of your Love War Challenges the hit list and general challenge gear all right guys that's gonna end it here for the hit list but if we didn't talk about your favorite challenger or the most polarizing person for you or maybe we did talk about him but you didn't get enough detail out of it you guys can get the full write-up on these power rankings every week they're up right now over at ranker.lwcpodcast.com feel free to go over there like the rankings if you agree with me or like them and disagree with me in the comment section I'm okay with you disagreeing with me, even though I know I'm right. <laughs> All right, guys, make sure you check out the hit list on the Love War Challenges feed available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. This is the hit list. We see you guys Wednesday night. All right, one. Peace.